This is The Sharpest Tool, a podcast by Scorpion for home service professionals. Let's jump into the show. Hello and welcome back to The Sharpest Tool. My name is Josh Smith. I am your host and I am joined today on today's episode with Matt Barnett, who is the CEO of Bonjoro, a personal video email platform. Now today, we're going to focus on how to use video to help market your home services company and close deals with potential clients. Ultimately, the goal is to get more repeat customers, increase referrals, and generate revenue. So I'm excited to have Matt here to share some of his top trade secrets. So Matt, welcome to the show. Good morning from Australia all. And hey, Josh. As you can see, we have to get some uh, variety in here. So we're going global. We're expanding with uh, our first Australian uh, guest here on The Sharpest Tool. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm pumped. 6 a.m. Awesome. I've got my coffee. Let's do it. You got your coffee. He's ready to rock. And we're already cooking. Uh, you know, it's midday here in Nevada and Australia. I think it's it's next day, right? We're in... Uh, I'm from the, this, is, this is from the future. So, this so is, I'll, give you all, I'll give you all the share prices for tomorrow. And you can all yeah, that's it. That's exactly rich. what I mean, that's how I process things. Matt, why don't you give everybody a little bit of background on your, your story, just your progression, how you got to um, open up Bonjoro and, and what kind of a bit about your career path so people get to know you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm an industrial designer by trade. Uh, so from kind of tool shops into software, uh, same thing. I mean, like designing products online, offline, same attitude, research, raise funds, build prototypes, build products and go sell. Um, so that's going to be how we go through it. Uh, Bonjour itself, we, I actually ran an agency. Uh, we, were, we were dealing with kind of large FMCG enterprise clients around the world, but we're based here in Australia. So great place to live. Not the best place for face-to-face meetings when your clients around the world. Time zones are not easy, as you can see. Um, so I think that with us, and we like sales. Like I like people. I like talking to people. This is how this is how we do it. Um, but very hard to kind of like I guess press the flesh when you're in such remote settings and kind of like go back four years. It was harder again than it was today. Zoom wasn't as prolific as it is. So we would have leads come in. We weren't great at converting them. So we decided to start sending videos to every single lead that came in. So at least they would get a bit of FaceTime. On that time, and we would we would scrape and lead data about those users. So, Josh and Budweiser signs up in New York. You know, it comes in. We'd get that in the morning. I take a boat to work, and I pull up my phone and do a video for Josh. I'd also like research who he was, what he did, personalized to him. I was like, "Hey, you're the camp manager, Budweiser. You know, I see you've been to Australia before. We worked with Stella. Blah 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 blah." And I'd be on this boat going past the Opera House. You know, iconic place. Do a video, send it off to him, and that was the first piece of comms they'd ever get from from, from me and from the company. Now, most of the time, they couldn't hear me because he, he was on a boat. He replied, I got, he goes, I've got no idea what, what you say. You've got some crazy accent. It's too windy. He goes, but I heard you mention Stella. And like, I just love this. Thanks for taking the time. Let's like hop on a call. Or if you come in past New York in the next two weeks, like drop in. And so we tripled that. We tripled that conversion rates off the back of that. So it's like, so we were scratching our own itch. Yeah? We were trying to solve our own problem. Um, long story short, one of his clients was like, hey, can we use this video? thing you built and we're like yeah um yeah sure and then we like rushed back to australia built it in a weekend uh, <laughs> over a few beers and late nights of pizza and then um put them on it and then their clients started signing up and uh, you know 18 months later we had a business that's incredible well, you know there's we're in this segment for the sharpest tool where we're diving into email marketing i think it's one of the unsung heroes the untapped resources that a business owner can have to cultivate loyalty with their customers. What, what exactly, from your perspective, building this, does like a personal video email platform mean? What does that entail? Yeah, so the idea is, uh, like, so you've got, so with, with email, like email is just a channel, yeah? Different ways of communicating, yeah? You've got mass, you've got kind of personalized messaging. So you're going to do email campaigns where you send it out to, to your lists, and then you're going to, like, reach out and connect with people individually on email. 
when we look at video, video is just, again, another piece of medium you can use within that email to engage users. And again, you can use video in the mass sense where you send out, you know, an update by video or whatever else. Or you can use video, again, back on a personal sense where, you know, Josh is coming into my, to my company as a lead, as an inquiry. And I'm responding, like, as I did that first day, I say, hey, Josh, you know, see you on a podcast, see you based out in Nevada, you know, I've been there before, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I'm doing a video specifically for you. It's, it's asynchronous. So I'm sending you one video to watch in your own time. And the delivery method is through email for that. That's brilliant. And now, is it is it is it focus on um, something that is is more deeply rooted, or in terms of automation? Do you have automation built into this thing? Um, how, how does this how does that function more on a more practical level that helps business owners scale this effort? Because I know it's something that really is a tough thing for business owners to really lock down the time to do, and then also execute on it consistently for their customers. Yeah, so that we we operate a funnel business, so we built it with that in mind, yeah, for scale. So the way that Bonjour works specifically is we sit as a layer on top of your your CRM or email marketing tool or shop. So things like we'll plug into like Shopify, but into Mailchimp, into HubSpot, into Active Campaign, Entreport, essentially like whatever it is you're using. And then what you do is you decide on on a rule, so yeah, that that will get you to send a message to a customer. So like easy thing is new lead comes in. Now, what will happen is when that new lead comes in, it will actually trigger into Bonjour and you'll get a notification saying, hey, there's a new lead come in. Now, we'll also pull all the information about that customer because when you do a video, and this is all about speed, you need, you need the information about who that customer is, who they work for, what they've done, what their job title is, like how they've engaged with your company so far so you can personalize that message. Otherwise, it's just repeating the same thing. So we'll serve that up and we'll say, hey, look, Josh comes from Nevada. He works for, for such such company. He's done X, Y, Z. He, he's read this blog. He's filled out this form. And then we'll serve that up on notification on the app or desktop. You can pull that up. And as you're recording, you can read that and do a quick 30-second message. Press send. And then we also handle all, all the delivery as well. That then goes out. And within that video, there's things like call to actions to get Josh to book a call, to download a document, et cetera. But the idea is... Literally, you get a notification, you do the video, you go back to work. And it's a 30-second process. Or your, or your CS manager or your support team or one of your juniors is getting five no, no, notifications and doing these each morning before they hop into work and it's five minutes of work. So it's very much a process-driven like piece versus ad hoc, off-the-cuff messaging. This is just part of your daily workflow. Yeah. You, you know, I want to get a little practical too, because we're talking, there's a really large leverage, I think, of this on the on the sales, the front end side of the business. For a home service company, specifically looking to use yeah. a, a video email platform in their marketing and lead nurturing process, or even their customer loyalty process, customers are already uh, yeah. working with, to close more deals, more business, increase lifetime client value. Um, what, are, uh, what are some ways that you have seen them like do that effectively uh, for the clients you work with in that space? Yeah, so like, we'll go we'll look at three three areas. Yeah, so first of all, look, lead, lead conversion absolutely is is the best place to start because it's very binary. Like, yeah, like like this is one of those things where like the, the, there's nothing to stop you testing it. So, like with ATL, test this out. You know, with next twenty leads and see if it performs better than what you're doing today. It's very binary. You'll know very quickly. Do you get more, more responses? Do do you get more? Do you get more 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 calls or demos or, or bookings? Um, so lead conversion absolutely. And, and what this is about, it's not. But here's the weird thing. Don't think of it necessarily in terms of video. It's actually about just showing that you're there and that you're willing to turn up and say, like, and say welcome, as you would do in a shop. Yeah, this is, this is the online experience. Um, a lot of companies don't do that. Now, video, at least to date, like very hard to fake. 
So people know that you've taken time and turned up. It's almost not as important what you say. It's the fact you've done it. And that just instantly shows that you're a customer service, like first company, which, you know, if I'm getting something done in my hat, like if I'm getting something done here, like I, like I want to know that, that that's going to convince me to go with you versus someone else. You always always help, help that, that move along. So that's what, what you're looking to do there in the lead se- session. Yeah. Now, obviously, you're, again, you're trying to drive an action with these videos as in the email, always have an ask, which is grab booking, get back to me, yada, yada, yada. The quicker you can do it, if you reply within a couple of hours, which is the process side, speed is always really important here. So the yeah. lead conversion there, test as binary. Now, as you start to get down the funnel, <clears throat> like your, your results are not quite so quick to come through, but it's, but it's actually more important. So we talk about lifetime value and retention. I'm sure you've talked about this a heap, yeah, but you know, seven times, seven times cheaper to keep a company, to keep a customer than going and getting a new one. Like never lose sight of your existing funnel and remarketing to those. Where you where we see a lot of usage here is to re-engage um, past customers or even past leads as well to, to re-engage those at a certain point. And, and there's obviously a mechanism for that. It might be they've been with you three months. It might be they've been with you for a year. It might be that it's that annual contract time coming around again or the time where they get a certain service done each year, like tax time, whatever that needs to be. Um, so reach out prior to that and check in and go, hey, remember that chat we had last year? Remember we did last year? Re-engage them. Doesn't take a lot of time. This is a campaign piece. So you can do this. You can do a bunch of customers in one day. Just sit down and you know, get through you can get through hundred if you want to. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty unique as well. Yeah. It's that like that, that, that stopping piece. And, and again, leads who haven't converted but but were warm and intended to, it's a really good way of cutting through where they might ignore emails. They're less likely to ignore the fact you've taken the time. You're taking the time to put a video together, right? You know, it, th- this might seem like so so simple for like people who live in marketing day in and day out like yourself or like myself, but I, I just want to get to something really, really simple that I think is often overlooked. Like why, why have you found that personalized video helps close more deals or this, this aspect of taking the additional time to personalize yeah. that touch point, you know? Look, look, so like, again, like, vi- video is the mechanism and the medium to get this across that we're doing here, yeah? It's not it's a video that closes more deals, it's you turning up and you taking the time and your personality that closes more deals. And when you're in an offline world where that personal touch point has got lost in email, like, if you're like me, like, I'm terrible at writing. I'm extremely good at, like, at, like talking and kind of chatting around. Yeah, like that, That's how I sell. Um, so if I can't do that, I'm missing the biggest tool in my box. It's because 90% of my, of my communication is not in the words that I choose and use. It's, it's, it's my, it's, you know, I'm part Italian. It's, it's, it's my arms flying around, you know, it's, it's my face. It's, it's my tone of voice. It's, you know, what I do. And look, in person, it will always be better, 100%. This is the next best thing. From a, from a time to value perspective, it's actually much better in terms of time, yeah? Because turning up in person, even if, if it's someone like in your, in, your, in your locale might take, you know, half an hour, asynchronous video, you can kind of get 80% of the way there with a 30-second video, which is crazy, yeah? Because that's like time to time to value, yeah? That, again, look, look, in person, sometimes you're going to get on the plane and fly and see a client or you're going to turn up at the house. Don't stop doing that when you can. This is the next piece down. But it's just, again, it's not the video. The video is, is the medium to get you across. It's all about you and your personality. And, you know, and people knowing like, hey, he stopped. He mentioned me. I'm not just another number in the in in funnel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the the big thing with personalized messaging is obviously showcasing comfort and expertise in a really kind, you know, clear and concise way. And 
Uh, those are two of the big necessities for making a home service sale is that personality, yeah. that personable aspect, the showing that you have the expertise and that you're not just there to get a quick buck, but you actually care about the whole housing it's environment trust. and experience. It's trust, right? It's, it's trust, yeah. How do you get trust across? Yeah, like we are, we, we've evolved to like look into people's eyes and that's how we, that's how you measure trust before, you know, we have experience with somebody. Yeah. So again, you go into the email world, we take that, that part of trust gathering away. Yeah. Um, email, like email was built from necessity because we couldn't do video. That's the piece with it. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's wonderful. And like, like, like we've now built to read, like an email has its place. Yeah. Sometimes you'll turn up, sometimes you'll do video, sometimes you'll do other mediums. I think when you look at your marketing toolbox, you want to have all these arrows in your quiver. And I'm not saying you do video at every single touch point. That's not the point here, but at certain touch points. And again, first impressions, I think is really, really important. Then it matters. And then you've got your other pieces to use, like as you go through that funnel. Yeah. You know, in that, I, that helping somebody feel comfortable too. We often think about it this way too. It's how do you get, how personal is too personal? <laughs> from your perspective, Matt, you know, cause there's this point where, you know, with all the security and privacy laws and everything going on, people care a lot about their personal things. And yeah. I know we've had this conversation in our sales uh, organization as well, where it's like, well, you don't want somebody to feel like you're stalking them in order to get an appointment sort of thing. How, well, where do you draw the line when you uh, go down that level of being personable, but not too personal? Yeah. There's also a question here about, about like anonymous data and like we're seeing things changing in cookie land and kind of how, like how you can get data on customers Look, I think, I mean, it comes down to your, your brand. I don't think, like, I don't think cross that, that gray line. I, th- I think do what you would be comfortable with yourself. You know, I think, look, look, it, it depends on your brand and where you are as well. Look, like, take us here, like Bonjour. We've specifically built a fun personal brand. We will go a little bit over the top with people, but, but I can't leads are coming in like that. Now, if I was Ernst & Young or PwC or, or one of the big, big four, would I do that? Probably not as much. Um, it's a balance here. Uh, I think people crave humanity more than you realize. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, just just don't do anything. Like, let's face it, like, it's a very simple check on your hand. Is this dodgy? If the answer's not sure, then probably, de- probably don't do it. Probably yeah? don't do it. If, if, if you're using customer information, use information that they have given to you, yeah? Yeah. If you're, and the other way to look at this is like, is this helping the customer or is it just helping me? If it's yeah. helping the customer and you're doing it, like, like we gather data on users so that we can improve our products and try and give them the best offering and the best and the best system for them. And if it's not right for them, we'll send them somewhere else. So we're doing yeah. that to, to help them, which in turn helps us. Yeah, obviously, like well, yeah. we are selfish, but we're not doing it just because of us. And I think that's the key here in your mind. And if customers understand that and tell them that, then it's it's in their favor and, and your favor. Um, just don't be a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Simple yeah. line, don't be a creep. Yeah, Matt, how have you how have you uh, found? What are some quick tips that you found to help a prospect feel comfortable with you through this process and showcase while showcasing your experience uh, through personal video? What are some of the the kind of clear ways that you found to do that? So, like, so with so on the prospect side, um, I mean, look, it's again down to your brand, to your personality. Yeah, I think you need to invite them in into your world. I, like again, my my attitude here is is give everything away, be totally open to everyone, and that will pay dividends in the long term. Like I think honesty, openness, trust. Like you can build trust once, and and, and that's it. Yeah, so don't mess it up. Um, so I think when you're doing these things, like just if you can get that, like get the honesty across. That's the first step. Be yourself. Like like I said, like like, I said, like using video. Looking at research and my own personal experience, I, I think what 
you say is, is again less important to the fact that you're doing the mechanism which is weird yeah because like email marketing yeah. is not that it's very much about what you do in email marketing this is different yeah it's not it's about trying to stand out and try and show that like you care that will come across no you obviously need to get your professionalism across you need to show what it is you're doing um look, look again like maybe it's not the medium that will work for every single lead um you need to test this for your business yeah business is different some industries you know might be more private than others um if you think customers will be great to meet in person then i mean then you're already, you're already there yeah yeah that's what you want to do yeah Part of it comes down to, yeah, just knowing your customer base and knowing how they're responding. how they Because I love what you said, though, too, and this is something that's often missed with a lot of business owners, is that your customers are typically a reflection of your brand identity. So people buy into your brand identity, whatever you've cultivated. And what you, if you don't think you have a brand identity, guess what? You have a brand identity. Just watch, <laughs> look at your customers and look how they yeah. respond and how they act and how they operate. It's likely a reflection of your team because... I always say like attracts like. So you're going to attract people who are like your brand identity because you're going to resonate with them. And, uh, and so I think often it's, it's tough for some people to get over this. Like, what's that quick silver bullet one-liner thing that is going to actually generate the most, uh, the most business for me? And so we get so hung, up on, um, so, hung up, so hung up on acronyms and words rather than uh, authenticity and personality into kind of our touch points that we have with our customers. Um, and so to, so that's why personalized video is such a powerful way. I feel, especially with today's zoom world to just enter into that space with your customer, uh, throughout the life cycle that they have with you. It, it gives you scale. It gives you scale. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. Like it gives you scale. Yeah. I used to do a lot of meetings in person, which I miss. And I still love, I, I was with someone yeah. last night after work, we had a beer and I was like, Oh wow. Customer in person. <laughs> um, but with this, I, I, I can connect with a lot more customers. Yeah. Like the, the amount of customers I can hold in my hand is far greater than it was four years ago. Like, I just want to say on something on, on silver bullets, yeah, because we all want silver bullets that don't exist. But <laughs> like, forget them. Like, look, look, okay. yeah. look, you might find your specific silver bullet for your company, but it's not the one that's going to work for somebody else, yeah? And to find that, you're probably going to try 100 things to get one. I, I think the, the clearest thing, if I look at successful um, individuals, brands, companies, like and marketers, yeah, there's one thing they all have they all have in common and that's that they find a, they generally have one channel. Yeah. Like, so one primary channel that has worked for them. Now you've got to find out what that one channel is, work out what it is and then do it consistently. Like honestly for years. Yeah. And if that's a personal side, yeah. So let's so look at someone like Pat Flynn or Gary V like love them or hate them. Yeah. Like that, they, they actually do the personal thing work really well where they'll be responding to tweets every day. They respond to customers, but they haven't stopped that for five years. No matter how big they've got, they do it and they do it publicly. And it's like, so everyone's like, I don't have time. I'm like, but, but they have time. But that's, but that's their channel that works, yeah? And so what it does for them is it builds this groundswell of word of mouth. But they don't miss it every single day. They'll, they'll do five responses, let's say, yeah? It's not a lot. But they've done that for years and years and years. Yeah? You look at like, like ConvertKit, like very good on blogs, on the blog side of things and writing, yeah? And they did that for like years. Profit well built a media company, you know, with amazing content, but they did that for years. So I think, like, again, find your channel. And when you know it works, you have to have the confidence to stay with it again and again, because they're all like podcasting, like here, yeah? Yeah. When you've done, you know, your first five, or like five, your first 20, by the time you've done like 300, you're so good that your content is, is, is so much better that like every single piece of like minute you're spending on it is paying dividends back. So pick, find your one channel and just like, you have to stick to it for a long, long time. And then, and then suddenly someone will turn around and go, oh, you've got yourself a bullet. <laughs> like, <three years> yeah. 
It's the consistency that you do it. That's the challenge with content. I think people want to start it and they expect kind of quick returns on it. But this is like, it's an investment of time. It's an investment in energy. Uh, but it's an investment ultimately in your customers by providing, a, you know, a different way to provide the assistance that they're looking for ultimately. And that becomes part of your brand and that becomes part of the experience that they can expect. They can take it to the bank and they start talking about that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. It's the, it's, it's find that thing and do it. There is no silver bullet, but there might be something that resonates with your customers more than the next person down the road. What would you say is the most innovative uh, and scalable way though, to use personalized video in the sales process that you've seen maybe? Innovative. Um, I think if you can, I mean, look, I've seen some pretty crazy uses. Um, maybe not. So, like, okay, maybe not. Look, I'll take a slight side of tact here. Like, not so much innovative, but I think the stuff that really works is people who. So, like, look, so you, you have to raise a video. You can sit here at the desktop, or you can use your mobile and kind of go, go out into the world. Yeah, you, you sell. Yeah, I think do stuff when you're on your private time. And this sounds weird, yeah? And this doesn't necessarily work for all brands, like, but, but I've seen like, so we have a financial advisory company who is very much shirts and ties and their leadership team do this and they do a lot of their videos on the weekends when they're like with family, when they don't have the shirts and ties on. Now, now they are personal finances, yeah? And they deal with, you know, and they deal with, with, with big C, like CEOs of major companies, like they're, they're pretty high profile. <clears throat> what they want is to, is to drop that formality one touch is what they say, yeah? And like for them, like that person, that personal connection is really what makes the customer stay for 10 years. You know, they have an excellent service. There's lots of excellent services like in the financial advisory world. What makes the customer stay? It's the fact they go like one level deep and they're extremely good at this, yeah? And, and they have, they've baked this down to methodology and they hire people based on this, yeah? But they will do videos it, when they're making pancakes on the kitchen, like in the kitchen on the weekend with their kids running around them to like, CEO of like, you know, Unilever or whatever, yeah? And it works so well for them because they're basically exposing themselves to get the trust to come back in again, you know? And they are professional when they do this, yeah? So again, like, don't do this in the pub after 10 drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Balance. But I think the the key here is when you're walking your dog, when you're with with your family, when you're doing the things, because what happens is the clients go, ah, this guy's just like me. Like life that like, you know, they're there in the kitchen. It's like me and you earlier talking about kids before, before we got on, on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like we're in the same life stage. So we can joke about that. So when I work with someone, I'm now, now that I've got older, I, I like working with people who've got kids because they understand the stresses and we, and we connect now and it's funny. Yeah. Whereas when I was younger, I love working with like, you know, 20 year old founders where we're out surfing every, every weekend. Yeah. And that changes. Now, now I like people like me because they understand my life and my challenges and these financial advisors will do this. And their clients all have kids and families and it's funny and it's great. So I think if they open up, this is back to trust, yeah? If you open up your world, your clients will then reciprocate and open up their world. And if you can get, if you can take the relationship beyond just business, that's the piece that your, that your competitors won't do or maybe not as natural at, yeah? Yeah. And that becomes a distinctive competitive advantage uh, that you have over the, everybody in your local space. So... It's about um, lifetime value. People will stay. If people like you, you know, the 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 cost of them moving to another service or to a competitor becomes higher and higher and higher. You know, so like you don't just retain customers with your service and your offering and your products. You you, you retain them with relationships too. 
you know, think about it, yeah? If you get that next level down, what it might do is extend the runway of any customer by six months. Like, do the maths. How much, how much money is that in the bank? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to do once you actually step back and think about it that way. I think oftentimes people are so focused on getting new, 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 net new, but they forget about the customers Keep. that have done business with them and keeping them because like you said earlier, it's way less expensive to retain and keep those customers who already are bought into your brand and your personality. You just want you to show more of it. So you've done the hard, you've done the hard work. Don't, don't, don't that's right. It. Don't squander it. Well, Matt, this has been awesome. I really appreciate your time. Um, where can uh, people find out more about Bondoro if they want to get more involved with you? So, so look, look, I'd say, look, if you're thinking about it, give it a go. We have, like, it's free to use it, 14 days. Go to www.bonjoro.com, B-O-N-J-O-R-O. Check it out. We do video messaging. We also do video testimonials. So when you do have great customers, you can also collect their, their goodwill in and use that to try and, like, obviously try and convince more leads to come in. Um, if you want to reach out to me in, in person, go to LinkedIn, search for Papa Bear. That's my official title. I think there's two of us. I'm the guy in the bear suit. Um, absolutely connect on an individual basis. If you have any questions beyond Bonjour about running your company, whatever it is, like absolutely free, free to ask me. I'm, I've, 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 I've been cheeky in my career. I've always asked other people for advice. Um, like you'll be amazed what you get back. So feel free to connect. Definitely. Awesome. Well, Matt, thank you so much for your time. I know it's earlier time. I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. No worries, Josh. Have a great day. Thank you. For everybody listening, wherever you might be listening at, definitely hit the like button and give that subscribe button a little tap so you can continue to get more of this awesome content. And review us on iTunes. Reviews help more people find us, and it's great to hear from you on that channel. From all of us here at The Sharpest Tool, until next time, talk to you soon. Like what you just heard? Join us again to learn how you can brand and market your home service business and so much more. 